Welcome to the Business Reboot Podcast. We're here to pull back the curtain of entrepreneurship and help you fall in love with the business of your business. We know every step forward is a chance to be more aligned and purpose, grow businesses that create impact, and live the lives we work so hard for. Sometimes all you need is a reboot to get started. Hello, 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 and welcome to another episode of the Business Reboot Podcast. Today's episode is going to be so good. We're going to be talking about building an email list and why you should love it and list it. We are (laughs) pumped about this episode. But first, Corey, please read a beautiful review that someone left about our podcast. Absolutely. Five stars and a great review left by A. Rave. Loved this one, she says. Great ideas on time management and community involvement. Thanks, ladies. We so appreciate you and thank you very much. I love it. I love it. Okay, today's episode is all about building an email list. And, you know, it's so funny because I think that there are trends that happen in business where people will diminish the value and the worth of one thing to elevate the value and worth of other things. It feels like everybody's playing on social media right now. So we're seeing people feeling like building a list on email is not that important, but we are here to tell you that is incorrect. That is incorrect. (laughs) Not right. right. Uh, Because you, you don't own your social media, right? Somebody could pull the plug on that and you'd be stuck. You'd have nothing. That was actually one of the big reasons that we decided to start podcasting was because we said we need to place our content somewhere that's going to be relevant, that's going to be able to be accessed, and that is a place and platform that we own. And so our options for the two of us was we're either going to blog or we're going to podcast. Which one's it going to be? And since we both realized that we just really like to talk a lot, we thought Listen, that <laughs> Melissa would rather poke needles in her eyeballs than blog. And I so really would. she I was would. like, I'm not doing that. I'm not doing it. Let's talk. I know I can't do it. I can't do it. Yes. And I look props to all the bloggers out there. Our friends at Spark Media Concepts are incredible and they just love blogging and it is alive and well. You have a blog. I I had a blog. I started a blog in 2006 before it was a thing black when yeah. I, back when I was on like blogspot.com dot, uh-huh, you know, uh-huh. this dot this. And you had like an RSS feed and it would yeah. light up when you're new people. I mean, we've that been around great. for a minute for and a minute. it was wonderful. It was so wonderful. But if I tried to make myself do it right now, I would, I'd rather poke my eyeballs out. Yeah. 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 But, yeah, but yeah. I will say that it is social media is like rented space. I mean, you don't own that and it can disappear at any time. And you want to see some small business owners and especially creatives lose their mind, shut down Instagram for a day. And I'm going to tell you right now, the interwebs are like lit on fire because everybody's like, oh my gosh, that is the only way I can access my people. And we are here to tell you today in this podcast episode that you need to have another way to be able to contact your community, contact your ideal clients, contact the people that you've been talking to and that you've been working with and want to continue working with uh, that does not include social media. Right. Speaking of like eternal blackouts on the internet, remember when a couple of months ago, maybe it was last year, a year and a half ago, I don't remember, time is, you know, vapor right now. But um, when Instagram did go down and then all of a sudden, this was how you knew the value of an email list because every company you have ever purchased anything ever from emailed me. And it's like, wow, okay. That just gave me, it gave me the opportunity to unsubscribe from a lot of things. (laughs) But I realized just how many email addresses I'd given to Old Navy (laughs) to get a discount (laughs) during that moment. So it's like, uh, you know, but it does, it gives you the ability to be one-on-one in someone's inbox, having a conversation with them 
offering them things. Like, I mean, it's, it's really just the best place to be. I don't think that we emphasize it enough. And I spent years, I mean, I'm it's embarrassingly too long, not building an email list because mm-hmm. I didn't know if there was enough value that, that I was going to be able to offer everybody outside of what I was already doing um, as a photographer. And then it wasn't until I started my coaching business that I was like, you know, I probably should do this. And so it can feel like slow and painful growth when you decide to start. But we want to tell you that even access to five people yeah. is better than stolen access, if, um, you know, that you would uh, could have taken away on a platform that you don't own. So owning your yep. email list is really huge. Right. So speaking of um, Melissa and all the emails that came flooding in from all the businesses that we have uh, subscribed to over the years, whenever Instagram went dark, um, let's think about like, let's share some stats here on email marketing and why it's so important, because this will really give you a frame of reference um, for for the fact that it is important. So we found these stats on 99 firms and basically 93.6% of U.S. Internet users aged 25 to 44 use email. I think that's kind of like unknown thing, but like 93% are, are using mm-hmm. email on a regular basis. 65% of email users check their email three times a day. And if, your name, is, if, you're, if your name is Corey Frazier, it might be 10. I'm just saying, <laughs> but um, 65%, that's a huge percentage. 44% of users check their email for a deal from brands. Hello, like Old Navy. Like, I mean, like we are checking for specific brands because it has become something that we're so used to to getting from other brands. Right. Don't let me need a product on the internet because what's going to happen is I will dig through my inbox first to see if you sent me a code. Right. To the man. And then the last stat that we think is really important to share with you is that email marketing has an ROI. So return on investment, if you're not familiar with ROI, of get ready, prepare yourself. This is a big number. 4,200%. Let me read that one more time. Email marketing has an ROI of 4,200%. Okay. And did you know that 80% of marketers said that email marketing is the best ROI for their business, even above social media efforts? We were reading a ton of statistics and a ton of information when we were researching for this episode, thinking about the importance of email lists, even outside of just like the expertise that we have as people who have email lists and have grown them and have spent years where we didn't have them. Um, But it's like the 80% of the whole world is using email and about the same amount as using social media. But the RI on email is 80% and it's like 44% on social media. So you'll see people will spend their all their time spinning their wheels on social media. And it can become this really big, heavy comparison trap. People can be looking around like, why am I not as successful as as others who are using this platform? And the truth is, is that you have so much more intimate access to people when you are in their inbox than when you are competing with everybody else that they see on social media. So what we want to do is we want to give you some metrics. Those are just some measures that you can be looking at once you've created an email list and start actually utilizing it. Um, Corey's going to give you those. And then we're going to talk about a two-pronged approach to building your your list. How do you build it? And then how do you serve people once they're there? Because once you've gotten their information, like you need to bring something to them. Don't just, don't (laughs) just let it sit there. That ain't, I mean, that's not good for nothing. So, all right, Right. Corey, hit us with it. So four must have metrics. And these are basically the things that you're going to measure your success rate in your serving your email list. So the number one would be email open rate. So that would be like, who's 
you're showing up in their inbox and then they're actually clicking it and opening it. How many times do you open up your inbox and you're like, I don't need that one? Like you delete them before you even open them. So that's something that you don't want to have happen to your emails that are landing in other people's inboxes. So your email open rate is very, very important. Second must have metric would be your click through rate. If you're having a clickable link or a clickable button in your email, are they clicking to go to the things that you're trying to send them to? The third would be conversion rate. Are you tracking um, how these emails are helping you convert into serving these people as potential clients. And then the fourth would be your unsubscribe rate. Like Melissa said, when her, in, her inbox was inundated that day, uh, she realized who she needed to unsubscribe to, like unsubscribe to, like I'm not reading all of these. Well, you don't want that to be you. So your unsubscribe rate, may, that says that the things that you are sharing, the way that it's landing, the way that it's serving people, it's it's doing its purpose. And so you want a very low unsubscribe rate. And um, I will say here, one of the reasons why those metrics matter is because it really um, helps you grow and shape what you're doing and what you're sending out in your email list. And so one of the um, percentages that we were looking at, and this was as early as like 2020. So, you know, still these numbers do fluctuate a little bit, but the open rate in the marketing industry has an average of 19.3%. So just think about it. If you're above 19.3% in your open rate, you're you're above average. You're you're hitting it about where the industry average would be. And so don't think that you're going to send all of these emails out. You're going to grow this list and then you're expecting a 90% open rate and you're a failure if that doesn't happen. That's not true. Look at the metrics, look at what you're comparing to and then make sure you're above average in that. Right. Okay. Well, and if you haven't had as much caffeine as Corey has, and you <laughs> need to slow this down to be able to hear all the words that she just spoke. I'm just kidding. Okay. But I do want to say one thing about click rate. Corey actually just gave uh, so much good information about what your content needs to actually be in your in your uh, emails when you're sending emails to people. And this can come in the format of you sending just an email out through whatever platform you use for your email. It could be a newsletter system like Flowdesk or MailChimp or ConvertKit. Or, I mean, there's a million of them. We both use Flowdesk and the Business Reboot uses Flowdesk. But um, we're going to actually include a link there so that if you have never used them and you want to give them a try, it's a platform that's fantastic and was built originally for photographers uh, because they're just really beautiful emails. But um, if you're if you're using a platform that's going to be able to give you these metrics, one thing that you want to make sure you're doing is including the content that's going to yield these metrics in the first place. If you send out an email and it's just like, hi friend, I hope you have a good day. Everything is great. That could be fantastic, but you're not going to have a click-through rate because there's nothing to click. So we have found out just through years of trial and error and research that we've done ourselves that if there is something for them to click through, even if it's just clicking to an opt-in for something that you're offering or clicking to, you know, your website, that that actually will give better results in your metrics because it it gives them more possibilities of things to do with the actual email. So, okay, we're going to talk about the two-pronged approach here for what you should do and how you should build it and how you should serve people. So, um this is a part that was super overwhelming to me when I first started building an email list because as business owners, especially if you are super passionate and creative in your one niche down industry and you're focusing on serving one way, it can feel like you are having to come out of your body in order to do uh, different new things. Uh, but I will tell you the the faster that you learn these things, the better equipped you're going to be able to serve a broader audience and a broader community than what you've already got. So the first thing is that you can build a list by gathering email addresses. Okay, well, how do you do that? It sounds a lot harder than it is. 
but you can easily go to a program like Canva and create something for free. You want to give people something of value that's going to draw them in to giving you their email address. You know, now, I mean, it used to be that you'd have to opt in. I remember working at a brick and mortar here in town. And for the longest time years ago, when I was in college to get on an email list, they would have a clipboard and they would have a piece of paper <laughs> and, with some notebook paper on it. And it would say, would you like us to email you? Yes. <laughs> People would say they'd put it there and then we'd have to go and look at it and we'd cross it off once we would added it into our mm-hmm. outlook. And that was yes. how we got yes. in touch with them. Right. But if you have something of value, now is the time to utilize that because people will trade their email address. Some people will trade it not even knowing the actual value of their email address. Um, and then some people, you know, mm-hmm. will they're have eight or, <laughs> eight or nine Fabletics accounts because they're yeah. trying to get the discounted leggings. You know, I mean, it's like it, you just you have to be aware that your email address is convertible to dollars <laughs> to people who are marketing to you. And um, and so you can pr- provide value, bring value, bring something that they're going to want to exchange that for. So it could be a freebie. It could be a template. You could create a guide or an ebook full of information. Once you have that readership, um, once you have a community that you're trying to grow, um, you just talk to them about the things that are important to you utilize that email platform or even send out something in whatever manner you're going to get information out to your uh, clients or potential clients. You can even uh, pitch it on social media, you know, create an email signup list and have people opt into it. One of the best things that Instagram did for small business was allow everybody to have a link. You no longer have to have 10,000 people following your account before they'll give you the ability to link something. And so link an opt-in to your newsletter or to your email list so that people can have access to the things that you have to say to them because that nurturing is going to allow people to get to know you and we all know right now that people are buying what they trust like they're not just buying it because you're the only person that sells it they're buying it because it's you that's selling it yeah Right. Well, and now let's talk about once you've built this list, how to serve it. And here's the thing I want to really talk about is that consistency is king here. You want to love on them on a very regular basis, because ideally you want to land in their inbox at least once a week and not just when you're promoting or launching something. And Melissa talked about, you know, starting an email list and that, you know, it's kind of daunting and it can be. And here's the other thing. I started one a long time ago and it just sat there. I didn't serve it didn't serve it well for a long time. And so going back and it's never too late to go back and to start nurturing, to start having conversations. And we've also talked a lot about social media and the fact that email marketing tends to kind of outweigh social media marketing. We're not saying that social media marketing is not important. It is very important. It is a big piece of the pie. But here's the thing. Email is, or social media is where you're going to be connecting with people, but you want to be leading them over to your email list because that's where you're going to continue to serve them off of that platform in a more intimate way versus just shouting out to the masses. Um, so again, like Melissa said, you could do a newsletter style. It could be a coffee chat style. It could be a highlight style of something that you're offering. Um, how we can work together something that you could put into your email. Um, Just a heartfelt story in a letter format. Um, If you have clients, it could be a success story or a testimonial that you're wanting to give, you know, a shout out to the way that you've served clients or the way your clients have served their community. Um, And then you need to use that list to share what you have to offer as a freebie or a discount that you might be running. Um, Something of service that provides value for the things that they really need. It is not a place to sell, 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 promote, 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 promote. That is not something that people are going to continue to open. They're not going to continue to click. You want it to be a place where they get served. I think we all know the Gary Vee 
you know, uh, quote, serve, 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 sell. Uh, like that's one of those things that you do. You want to show up in their inbox. You want to give lots of great value. And then whenever you do have a launch, you do have a promotion period, you can use that email list um, to share and to pitch those offers. And that has a whole complete sequence in and of itself. And there are strategies um, there that would... <laughs> It would take Melissa and I a completely separate podcast episode to go through what an email uh, uh, launch sequence or a promotion sequence looks like. But for right now, when we're talking about the basics of building an email list and email marketing is you really want to look at it as a place to move people off of social media and into, it's like inviting them into your living room, inviting them into the home of your business and being able to love on them there, being able to connect with them there, being able to serve um, with them there. Um, so those are some things we really want to to make sure we are leaning into as ways that we can serve this list. Right. I mean, social media is just running space, y'all. It is really important place to show up and serve, but the goal has got to be connecting, right? You want to be connecting with people. Um, the best thing is that that email list could be your connection point. Your website is like your storefront. We talked about that months ago on an episode, uh, but your email list could be the gold where people come and they sit with you. And, you know, the other beautiful part about it is that we don't have to run businesses that are cold and, um, you know, machines where we just are producing, 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 producing. It's nothing but output. It's no, there's no room for joy. There's no room for the good stuff. Like we love relationships and uh, small business owners have this really, really unique position where they get to grow relationships. You can't do that if you're like a big box retailer or a huge company, like the relationships are harder to come by. And when you get someone's email and you get a chance to connect with them, you get to pour your heart out. You get to pour your hope out. You get to really share and celebrate. And the most awesome thing that can happen is that people will want to rally around the things that you're sharing and you're dreaming about. And they're getting to know you and they want to stay connected. They feel like they're becoming a part of your story and it makes their purchase a lot easier on them because they want to be a part of whatever it is that you're selling. So um, it, it's not a matter of like pulling wool over anybody's eyes to get them to buy without knowing they're buying. Like people are cognizant of what they're spending their money on. But, um, you know, it if it comes down to picking some rando that has a product that's just like you have, but they've built a relationship with you because you're showing up in their inbox once a month or you're showing up with, uh, you know, new tips and tricks and ideas and freebies and just a lot of information that's super helpful to their life once a, a week, then they're going to pick you. And they're not going to pick you some of the time. They'll pick you every time. So it is really important to make sure that you're growing a list that you get to serve and that you own because we're just renting space on the interwebs with social media. <laughs> exactly. We want to encourage you that if this feels overwhelming and you're like, dang, I have missed the boat. I am way behind on this. No, you're not. There is never a better time to start building an email list than right now. Just start and keep it simple. Uh, I think there's all kinds of courses and all kinds of things out there. They can be like, you need this kind of funnel and then you need this kind of welcome sequence and you need this kind of blah, blah. Just get started and allow your community that has opted in with their email address for you to be able to just for them to be able to just hear your voice, just start showing up, uh, being that that voice in their ear of love and service and friendship and um, community. I love that. I love that. Okay. Well, thank you so much for joining us this week on the Business Reboot Podcast. 
Please don't forget to connect with us on Instagram at Business Reboot or visit our website at thebusinessreboot.com. We're going to come back next week with another episode. We cannot wait to serve you. And if you're listening to this on, well, any platform, we would love if you would go to the text section here and opt into join our email list because we are bringing all kind of goodness every single week into the inboxes of people in our community. And we would love to serve you there as well. Have a fantastic week. Thank you for joining us. 